instances of Jesus. Well, we're going to read that later uh, tonight, okay? Um, <clears throat> but but uh, use that as, a, as an exercise for your own thinking and uh, your, your, just uh, build you up in, in the faith and understanding God's word, okay? Uh, I don't think we have any other unfinished business here tonight. No? Uh, well, we got, Yes. Okay. Okay, at the end. Okay, all right. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll begin. This uh, chapter was originally meant to be the last chapter in the book. Okay, kind of keep that in mind. Um. Because the first thing we're going to do uh, deal with is the resurrection. Uh, and uh, once the resurrection is out there, the idea of the resurrection is out there, the knowledge of the resurrection is out there. Once that gets out there now, uh, then it, it, it has come to a close uh, in many ways, okay? In other words, God intended... Uh, to send his son, his son then intended to die for us, they died for us, but that can't be the end of the story, and that is the raising of Jesus from the dead, okay? All right, uh, early on the first day of the week, now, quiz, what's the first day of the week? <laughs> yes, you guys are you guys are really smart, okay? You are savvy much, okay? Most people will say what? But you don't do that, do you? You know it's Sunday. <laughs> so it doesn't mean really it doesn't matter what you call it, just look at the calendar and look. And that's why they drive me nuts when they try to sell you a calendar that starts with a Monday. If you've seen those, I I guess they're work calendars or whatever. And that just drives me nuts, okay? So I can't, I can't, no, I can't deal with that, no. Uh, yeah, but I'm, what I want to say, it doesn't matter what you call it, we have a week and we have a first and a last, okay? That's all you need to know. <clears throat> and, and, and so here we have some idea when it was, and, and that is the, 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 the first day of the week. And I, th I think, uh, at least the, f the start of this, um, uh, the 20th chapter, most of it, is there is only eight days involved. Okay, so uh, tonight we'll only deal with eight days of that, of their life. Okay, uh, and I think you'll be able to follow this uh, fairly easily too with the text. Um, um, okay, uh, okay, on the, on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, and... Um, my understanding is that when you when you have when you state it that way, this is uh, the hours between three and six a.m. Between three and six, um, while it's still yet dark, uh, and that's probably as good as we can nail it down. We're getting pretty close to sunlight there. Uh, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. I didn't understand why. I didn't figure out any reasons why, okay. But when John says 
removed from the entrance, uh, all the other texts would talk about it being rolled. That, that's not the word used here. The word used here is lift, okay? Uh, what that means, I don't know. I can't tell you that. I don't know. I'm sure somebody's looked in there and, and, and has some understanding of why that, why that is that way, but I, I do not know. Uh, but anyway, the, the entrance is open. And you will see as you, as you go through this, the entrance being open was not so that Mary Magdalene could go in, but to understand why it's open. And odd thing is, she doesn't. At this point, at this point. Uh, and I don't think she does later either. I think, okay, we'll see. Uh, so, so, so she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciples. See, she, 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 she doesn't even, even go in there. She, she, she went to tell the other disciples, Simon, Peter, and, and uh, who's the other disciple? I'm sorry? Well, that's a great answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a great answer, though. Yeah. Uh, again, he's he's not using this name probably because it's him, and he doesn't. Uh, he wants this is a, a form of humility, especially in the writing. Okay. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Oh, what's well, a good thing you told me what you're talking? Yeah, I, I'm, 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 yeah, excellent. Yeah, we could write our name in there, and we'll look better later too in this in this chapter. <laughs> we'll look, we'll look better. Okay, uh, uh, but but she, something uh, she she just didn't even uh, push the. the she didn't look in, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like yeah, she she just uh, jumps and runs, and uh, and and the other thing you you would get from this is the other people are fairly close. There, uh, we'll, we'll see a little later too, where it makes uh, sure it mentions us that they went home, so that their their homes must have been fairly close. Uh, to Jerusalem there. Um, so uh, she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one Jesus loved, and said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have put him. Well, who's the they? Yeah, we don't know. Yes, you, you would think, okay, that she thought maybe it's like a grave robber had uh, robbed a grave uh, with, with the idea of a political uh, side to it, and uh, you, you, would, you would think that. But she has a they in mind. She has a them that did it. 
be one person that, that, that throws the stone away, breaks the seal. Or even to take the body off. And now she and she does that a little later. We'll we'll read that. She does that in in a sense. Is I'll, I'll I'll get him and take care of him. And, and and she she was by herself. I mean, it's just unbelievable. She would even attempt that uh, to to move a carcass. To, yeah, Jesus. Go ahead. Yeah, I, that was one of the rushes to get him in the grave and also not, no, not only be done before sunset, but uh, be done before the Sabbath day, which was coming up. You remember that was in John, that's a day of preparation uh, for the Passover that night. I thought that's what the pastor was referring to just a minute ago. Yeah, it, it, yeah, so... The, she could have been uh, knowledgeable of that, yeah, yeah. But but she obviously there there's something. They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's another, Linda. That's another answer for you there. Okay, just write that down. <laughs> Why did John get there first? Why did he outrun Peter? He's probably younger. He probably is. Okay, the only reason I'm saying it is because you, we, we often view Peter as being this exuberant individual. You know, and he is not uh, ashamed to be physical. And, but uh, so uh, it, it probably is that, uh, that uh, John's younger than he is, and he, he reaches the tomb uh, first, okay? Okay, so now uh, we have at least uh, Peter and John at the tomb, right? Okay. Um, Mary, we're not sure what happened to her at this point, um, but she's right there. She's close, okay? You would you guess. Yeah, you, that's, what you, that's what you would guess. Um, and it is undignified in that day for a man to run. That's undignified. I just want to throw that out there. It's undignified. Uh, you might do that, but it's undignified. Okay? All right, let's go to our uh, next slide there. he have been over. I'm sorry. I thought they, I thought the... So... <laughs> I hope it's good anointing there. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, he bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Again, let me, let me say that we usually view 
Simon uh, Peter as one who is exuberant and the, the one who would get there first and hear John outrun him there. But when John looks in there, what does he do? He stays out. I wonder why that is. Okay. Yes, it, 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 and it, that seems to suit him. Yeah, that's, that, that seems to suit him. Well, I mean, it seems to fit in this, the character. He must have been the paramedic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, John didn't even bring it up, okay? Yeah, John. Yeah, John doesn't. John doesn't bring that up. But but we're starting to get now. What what the message are you going to start to get? The tomb is empty. We're starting to get that message. You see that coming? Okay. The tomb is empty. All right. <clears throat> uh, he's seen the strips of linen lying there as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying, where? In its place. And that's, that's, what, you want, that's what you want to get out of this. It, it is in its place. Okay, let me see. Separate from the linen. So the, the cloth that was on his head is where the head would be and the rest of the linen is where it would be as if Jesus just vanished out of it. And, and that's, that strikes them. Yeah, you may, it makes you wonder. There's, remember, there's no rush here. Uh, Jesus is not in a rush uh, to do these things. They are going to be done. Uh, where uh, if someone else was in there doing that, there would be a rush to it or... Uh, untidy anyway, um, but no, everything is as it should be, except Jesus is not there. And that's, that's, that's the feeling you get uh, reading, reading this, okay? Uh, finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in. He saw and believed. Now, this, this is uh, John's statement of faith. And you, you must ask, what does he believe? <laughs> uh, what, what does he believe? He, he must be grasping something of the resurrection. Right. So if he believes that Jesus was raised from the dead, he will later, I think, discover this in the text itself. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's the way I'm reading it. Okay, but he he believed. You don't have to understand everything to believe. Matter of fact, your belief will get you to an understanding later. Okay, all right. Uh, and so he saw and believed. They still did not understand from the scriptures that Jesus had to rise from the dead, okay? 
Yeah. But they're used, yeah, they're used to death. No, this, yeah. And I, I, I still, I always am amazed at, at the amount of belief that they had. Uh, just, just because this was, this is so out of the ordinary. Now, when she doesn't recognize Jesus in just a few verses here, when she doesn't recognize, boy, I understand that because now if I see somebody that's not, I call them out of place. <laughs> uh, joy uh, in, in a church uh, always seemed very, very quiet to me and that, that kind of thing. And then uh, uh, Joan had a procedure in, in the hospital and here she walks in. Well, she's a nurse there. And pretty soon now we get to chat, and and we and and we talk, you know that kind of. But it took me a long time to figure out who is this. Yeah, because they're they're out of place. Okay. Well, you can imagine this. I mean, just you know, try to extrapolate that out of what that would mean to you. Is it's it's oh, anyway. It just it's astounding. Some you some you never dreamed of or expected as far as these disciples are concerned and that is Jesus raising from the dead, all right? Okay, uh, let's go to our uh, next slide. The disciples went back to where they were staying. Um, a lot of the translation have home. They went back to their homes uh, to where they were staying. So, so now, what, what do they know now? Tombs empty. Jesus is gone, everything's in a neat, tidy pile, but still we're not sure. I'm sorry? Oh, yeah, yeah, you got to have a body, yeah, yeah. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying, what's she still there for? And why is she crying? Oh, no, it stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look in the tomb and saw two angels in white. Now, her compulsion toward Jesus Christ is taking over. She doesn't know anything about the resurrection. I mean, you can't, she can't be putting two and two together yet but she loves Jesus so deeply and is so moved that she can't leave. The guys are what? <laughs> they left. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, th I think. I think that the proximity of t of Jesus, at least all she knows, uh, is is what is what is holding her there. Because that's 
Amen. And then, of course, the grief, as, as you say, uh, on top of that. Uh, yeah. Well, the yeah. thing of it is, is they do not know where the body is. Right. They still have no idea of the resurrection. Exactly. And so she's like, she, she went to minister to the body of the Lord Jesus. They see the grave clothes there, so they know it's not a grave robber. Because a grave robber ain't going to take those cloths off. He's just going to pick up and run. Mm -hmm. So they're really perplexed. You know, like, what's going on? Where is the body? Yeah. You know? And this might be a good time uh, to uh, talk about Mary, who is Mary Magdalene. <clears throat> and uh, she is said to have seven demons exercised from her by Jesus. And, and because of that, uh, she has this overwhelming love for him. And you see it played out here for sure. Um, and I know I get in trouble for doing this, so I have to be very careful doing this, is I also link her with the woman in the seventh chapter of the uh, book of Luke that comes in off the street and washes the feet of Jesus. Boy, but it's easy to be wrong here. <laughs> okay, I just want to point that out to you. When you start doing that, it's easy to be wrong. But I, I just put those, I'm sorry. Oh, I, yeah, I, I just put her together because she, she, she just has this kind of emotional makeup that, that I see in her here and, and, in, and there. And it just makes so much sense to me, you know. Yes, yes, and and... Uh, and how ignorant religious people can be. And, and Jesus asked Simon, who, who, that was the Pharisee Simon, okay, uh, who was given this, and she came in and, and washed the feet of Jesus with her tears. And go ahead, no, Daryl. Go ahead. If Mary Magdalene was a prostitute, Jesus is probably the very first one that looked on her without lust, with true love. I, I think you're exactly right about that, and, and, and I think that's exactly what Jesus, when Jesus asked Simon, do you see this woman? And, of course, the answer is no, he did not see that woman. He saw a prostitute. Uh, he saw a streetwalker. He saw everything negative, but he did not see her as a person, as a, do you see this woman? And yes, and he did not, but Jesus did. That's a, isn't that the marvelous thing about Jesus? You always feel that about him. Huh? That he looks at you and he knows you're a human being and loves you all the more for it. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but but now uh, we, we digress. But we we do have to answer why she's standing around weeping. Uh, we mean it. Go ahead, I Ian. Think, I think we as readers understand the end of the story. Those people that are in there don't know the end of the story, so therefore their reactions yes. are way different to what. 
Yeah. And that's why it's, oh, I'm sorry, somebody else was talking here. Oh, and, and, and that's, that's why it's easy for us to be arrogant here because the scripture kind of begs us to do that. But you just can't go very far down that street, really, because, boy, if you put yourself in that, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Letting her letting herself feel her emotion. Letting herself feel the emotion. Uh, I try not to be a sexist, though. Okay. I, I mean, I really do. I work at it. Um, if anybody should understand her, you women should. That's all I want to say. But that, and I, and I don't. I don't mind, huh? Well, I'm just telling you, yeah, and, if you, and if, you, if you tell us guys, well, you don't maybe understand fully. No, you're right. We don't. You're right. Okay, but, but, but there's something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lindsay, I missed that. Was you supposed to say that? <laughs> no, you don't need to apologize here. It's hard to get in trouble here. It's hard to get in trouble here. Uh But truly, now the angels would spook me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for thank you for giving that to. Me. Now that would spook me, okay. Uh, and so uh, she's just doing great here, okay. She's doing great. But they didn't show up for the men. I'm sorry. The didn't show up for the men. No. <laughs> Wait, you know. Yeah, I'm glad you said, what we can say, we, we don't know that. What we can say is they didn't see him. But we can say, I mean, okay, I, I, I don't know. Uh, there's, a, there's a real theory out there that we cannot see anything we don't have a name for. There's a theory out there. I just, I just want to put that out to you, okay? I, I, I don't know uh, f for sure. I'm not that uh, good a uh, brain expert, all right? But, <clears throat> but uh, there was uh, two angels in white seated. And, and notice we, we, we didn't even discuss, what's an angel? What is, is yeah, what do they, and what, then what do angels look like? Yeah. So they're, they're well, yeah, somehow that they were recognizable by her, okay? At least that's the way it looks like, all right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And they, they may not have emotions. So they, they have no idea, what, what is this crying business? What, what is that? What is that you're doing there? Uh, okay. Uh, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. 
They asked her, woman, why are you crying? At this, she turned and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. And so there she is, now made that final contact, but she doesn't know it. Okay, go ahead, Joan. Yes. We need to learn how to see. Amen. Work on it. Makes all the difference. Make make makes all the difference. Sometimes things aren't how you think. And we need to learn how to see what's really going on. Would you want to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I may be looking at it, but not really knowing what I'm looking at either. But grief can also, I mean, yeah. people grieve so much that they... And, and you know, it's, it's that's a possibility because she's got, she's got cry, she's got tears in her eyes. Yeah. You know, and, and so she, she can't be, and to see through all that emotion... Is, He, there, there is some way to recognize him, but there, right there, there is a difference. Got to be, and uh, and him. Uh, we'll talk to that later. Now we talked about some of the negative things about her, I, and, but I just want to say about her, and to apply to yourself is don't ever underestimate the power of devotion. She has gone now where where none of the rest have gone already. And, and uh, uh, sometimes that's all you will have in life. If you haven't lived the, that way yet, you, uh, I just want to tell you it probably will happen to you somewhere along the line. Oh, go ahead, Joan. Go ahead. Will be 
positive things. We, we can learn. We can grow. We can help others from it. Because he's coming back. Yeah. But we have to see the negative part, but also see that there is a positive. Yeah. Two things. We've had 2,000 years tearing this thing apart, <laughs> looking at it top to bottom and taking each way. What the first time in Scripture strikes me as new is I'm looking at these verses, how God used the Holy Spirit to make infallible words. Because at this instant in time, there was nothing happened after it, but He recorded it just the way it was. And it's proven later throughout the rest of the Bible, that he, all of this did happen. Yeah. This is the way it happened. So it's, it's infallible as you look at any piece of it. Amen. Amen. Valerie? Yes. In my, in my version of the Bible, um, verse 13 is a little bit longer than what you have there. Okay. Uh, and they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, because they have taken away my Lord... I do not know where they have laid him. Mm-hmm. I did not read that in my um, in in mine. I and I really do not know why. Um, I I should have. Uh, boy, that's a good version. That's a good version. Um, I did not read that in mine. Let me uh, make a note of that, and I uh, will. Spend some time. That's verse 13? Yes. Let me make it known. I think that'll be enough. I'll remember that. Okay. Um, I'm sorry? Yeah. Okay. At that point, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not r- realize that it was Jesus. Okay, that, that's what we've been, we've, been, we've been talking about that. Okay. Um, okay, let's go to, the, go to the next one. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? And what's he trying to do? lead her along, and so she can make the discovery. Okay. She can make the discovery. Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. That's where I referred to a while ago. Here she is um, by herself, and she's willing to take on that responsibility to try and move an adult male's body, uh, which is a big job. Right, right. Sir, if, if you carried him away, or if, if you put him. Oh, uh, actually, thinking he was a gardener, she said, okay, I... Yeah, whoever takes care of this area, that be the person caretaker, uh, uh, something of that nature. She had to have some reference to to, to see the man there. 
Okay, and that's, that's her reference there. <clears throat> Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned toward him and cried in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. And of course, we get the rabbi and uh, that, that kind of word there. But, uh, but the, the, the miracle is in her relationship with Jesus because out of that relationship, there was a special way in which he said her name or she heard it, however it, that works, I don't know. Uh, and she knew, she knew then who it was. How did she get that? By the way he pronounced her name or uh, the, the tone of his voice or how he spoke to her. Uh, there, there was uh, some way in which she, she now has understood who it was. That but he said she, her name, when, and then when she was in panic, running around, she, as God said, she probably didn't look at his face. And then someone says your name, then that panic goes away, and you then realize that this person knows you, so then you look at the face. And then she that's a good point. That, that yes, that's a very good scenario, right? Yeah, so that, the uh, facial recognition would not be what she would be running on anyway, yeah. uh, necessarily. Uh, yeah. Even if we're going to put ourselves in that situation, even if I looked at him and I thought he looked like a Jesus, I would have still been scared. Yes. Yeah, especially in the early church, and we'll we'll touch on some of that, okay? Especially in the early church, yes, that was an issue. Yeah. Uh, Daryl. Oh, I'm just having an issue in my brain here. Uh-oh. I got them all the time, so <laughs> feel feel at home with it. Also, the question of why are you crying? Right. And, okay. And it's almost like I see redemption here from the first woman who rebelled to this woman who is looking for the Lord Jesus Ooh, Christ. I like that. I like that. There were, you know, after they were expelled from the garden, there was an angel placed out front, right? Yes. Two angels in the tomb saying, He ain't here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> help him out, Ruth. Help him out. Um, notice the switch in the language here to Aramaic um, because that's their mother tongue of Mary and Jesus, and uh, that they can they can converse there. Uh, they're they're more at home with that than any other language. Uh, the other language may have been Hebrew. 
Uh, one thing for sure, it wasn't Greek. Okay, that we know. All right, and uh, so uh, she uh, recognizes him and calls him with this uh, uh, term of respect, uh, Rabbi Raboni uh, teacher. Okay, all right. Let's go to our next. Uh, she said, do not hold on to me. This is an excellent translation here. Uh, and and, and it's, it's not just don't touch me, you don't hold on to me. And boy, you talk about stirring up a harness nest with this. Everybody's got an opinion about this, okay. Um, I, will, I will give you uh, the, the more ex- acceptable term that... He hadn't made the visit to the Father yet. And that must be done to complete the circle in terms of him shedding his blood. It has to go to the mercy seat. You know, uh, somebody said something? Okay, all right. Uh, <clears throat> now hold me for, I have not yet ascended to the Father. And uh, that would... Um, be behind it. The other thing is, and to be honest with you, I liked it a lot, right, is don't try to hold him in the fleshly form that you've had him for the last three years. Don't try to hold him there. And if there's anything I know about my relationship with Jesus and about Jesus is you can't put him in a box, you can't put handcuffs on him, and he will never do what you tell him to. No, he will, he will always surprise you in every way. I know we, we got demons in the bulbs. <laughs> Just keep working on it. Oh, I thought, I thought that was you up there. <laughs> no, okay. All right, okay. Um. Instead, go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father to my God and your God. What a wonderful passage that is. You don't need to know everything. You have to have everything figured out. I mean, we'll work on this the rest of our, and we got the rest of our lives to do it. And that's exactly what we'll be doing. I'm sitting in a group this morning with a bunch of old guys. Some of them are even older than me. I know, I know, but, and what are they doing? Trying to understand God, understand themselves, and where they fit into this world. All I'm saying is, you're never going to get over it, okay? And what a, but what a wonderful message is. He's going to do things we have no idea, but they need to be done, and he's doing them for us. You know, go to the father and your father. Look, notice he said, he you know, your father too. He's going to share his father with us. How wonderful is that? Yeah. Uh, my God, your God. Mary Magdalene went to disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. Now, now we have seen, number one, the empty tomb. Now what do we have? An eyewitness of the Lord himself. Yeah. So I have seen the Lord, and she told them that he had said these things to her. Amen. Amen. So uh, that, uh, 
is, uh, let's go to the next one. Go to our next slide. <clears throat> On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be to you. Amen. So the, that's, that's the wonderful greeting that, that he, he would have. Um, but, but what's the setting? Locked doors. <laughs> yeah. 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 And why are the doors locked? Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I, I will say, I remember one, we were at, Kat, I think the name of the town was Katiana, and, uh, oh, they put us there, and I, and locked us up. Oh, oh, boy. It's Sarah, my daughter was with me. Not in the room, okay, but in the locked room. Said there was a spider that big around it, in that room. <laughs> And then they turn the lights out. Household <laughs> pet. Oh, all right, yeah. But remember, they killed Jesus. And you don't know where the killing will stop once it starts. Okay? And, and, just under, and you don't know that. I mean, and we know that instinctively we know that, okay? And so we don't know uh, where we'll stop. <clears throat> With the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders. Now here is specific as to who they're af afraid of. It's not the Jews like the Jewish people. And that's what we have to uh, really uh, define when, when we read that. It's not like just the Jewish people. It's the leaders. And usually when John uses the word Jews, that's who he's talking about is, is leaders. Uh, leaders, Je Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you, which is a normal uh, greeting that you would have, especially in a, in a situation like that. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. His disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Now, who has seen the Lord? You got Mary Magdalene who has seen the Lord, and now the disciples have seen the Lord. So we got verification uh, and, and that's what John wants, wants to do is build that verification. Um, and, and, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're about to get there. I hope. Uh, peace be with you as a, oh. Uh, the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And I will say there are two different words here for sending. Just so you, just so you know that, okay? The first one is sent with authority, which is what we call uh, the apostle or apostolistic. Or, that's the first one. The other one is a much milder 
uh, form of it, and it's a person under uh, authority. So there's a difference in uh, the way Jesus was sent and the way he is sending us, okay? Just, I just want to put that out there. It won't mean a lot, I know, but, um, but, but that is in the text, and you should know that. Um, disciples were overdoing it again. Saying, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, I'm sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. You ask me how far do you press that text? I do not know. I do know that the disciples of Jesus are sent in the form of being priest. Go ahead, Daryl. He's got to have that in mind. He has to have that in mind. Yes. So he's breathing into his disciples. The breath of life. The breath of life because he's creating something brand new. Brand new. Yes. Amen. You get the same feel uh, for this in the... Uh, book of Ezekiel where you have the valley of dry bones and you call the wind from the four corners of the earth to breathe into them. And of course, that is a, re, a, a rejuvenation of God's people and, he, and they, they will live. The, the word for breath and the word for wind and the word for spirit are all the same. It, you know, it, it just, it, it's pneuma, uh, it's where we get the word pneumonia. And why? Because it deals with your breathing. And, and so uh, for him to breathe down, uh, many of the writers said this is a prophetic message of what will come later in the, in the form of uh, the day of Pentecost. Um, you know, uh, but it's for certain... I actually love this scene because it just it has this real feeling of intimacy to me with Jesus, and that's why I like this. Okay, um, but the responsibility that goes with it is what forgiveness. Responsibility is ours. And Lindsay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You had to do all the penance and the prayers, you know, to earn that, their forgiveness or earn Christ's, I mean, Jesus' forgiveness. But it just reminds me how I grew up thinking that it was the priest would not forgive me unless I said those prayers. Yeah, it, and it stuck with me for years. Well, good for you. I, Thank you. I can't speak for Roman Catholics. Uh, especially uh, where the priest would, would get that, but that is the priest's function. 
is to go from the people to God on their behalf. And that's what Jesus is putting us in the role of here. And if there's one thing that God wants out of his people is to make us a kingdom of priests. And kings, of course, too. But a, a, a kingdom of priests. And, of course, we uh, uh, understand that uh, we are to forgive others. And if you listen to Lindsay talking there, as a child, she's not complete until the priest has done that. So you make sure you do that as best you can with folks, okay? Joan. Amen. But so are they. Yeah. Right. But so are they. Absolutely. And they will not But, but you're, when, you, when you go that far, you're stepping up to God. And I don't mean that in some arrogant way. You're just, you're recognizing that that is what happened. And I love the way the pastor put that all the time is, it is not a sin issue anymore for us, but it is for others. Uh, what are you going to say, Adam? I don't think there's a way to get around that, okay? Yeah, when you walk in that authority, and when you, when you forgive somebody and you have that authority, there is a feeling in yourself, I've been forgiven and I'm set free. But if you choose, if you walk in that authority and you choose not to forgive somebody, that individual you're choosing not to forgive is going to walk in shame because you're the one that's in authority. And so there's something that comes with authority, and I think it's important to, to go back to the teaching of Jesus where he said always forgive. Yeah. You know, that's the heart of and it's not arrogant either. Go ahead, Ian. But also, when Jesus died, the veil was ripped down, and we all became priests. So we could then directly speak to God. So we don't need a priest to go and forgive our sins anymore because we can go directly to God to forgive our sins. I think what that's talking about is what Adam's talking about is that hold, if you don't forgive, that person is not forgiven. Yeah, but a, a lot of people haven't got the memo either. either. 
And we, we need to get them the memo. Okay, Daryl. <laughs> I, I think Joan was getting at that too. Yeah, I think Joan was getting at that too. Yeah. Guys, we're we're running over, but 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 we can't leave with Thomas. We cannot leave Thomas hanging. Okay. Go ahead. Now, this is as good as I've heard, okay? And I, I must have read five commentaries on this particular passage, and none of them even come close to that. But you know something's up with the, with the folding, and I just tried to make it a neatness idea when I, when I went, okay, that's all I know. But thank you, yeah. Let's go to our next slide, okay? Uh, now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the 12, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand in his side... I will not believe. That's his condition. Okay? This is, what we, this is where we get the idea of doubting Thomas. Okay? And he does seem gross. I mean, just to read it seems gross. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next one here. A week later, his disciples were in the house again. Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Okay. Now there is a lot of uh, going on here. One of the things that is happening here is Jesus is real. That's one of the things, don't overlook that. It's important to John for you to get it. It will be later in his letters, one, two, and three. It's later, later important, but you got to get the idea that Jesus is real. You are not looking at a ghost. You're not looking at a phantom. Uh, you're not looking at an illusion. You're looking at someone who is real, okay? Uh, it doesn't say Thomas did feel the scars in his hand or put his hand in his side but it, 
does say he stops doubting and he begins to believe. And I, had a, I had a person tell me uh, today, he says, uh, just was like on their case for doubting. I said, oh, you shouldn't do that. that, that there's, if you doubt, means your faith is important, first of all. And if you follow up on it, it will lead you to a good spot as it does him. Look at this. The highest declaration as to who the person of Jesus is in the entire gospel of John is done by Thomas. And what does he say? My Lord and my God. Two of those things mean my Lord, he's over me, but he's also, this is my God. And he's the only one that gets this message. Uh, and how, why does he get it? Because he asked for it. Doubted, and he, and he asked for it. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me and you have believed, blessed are those who have not seen me yet have believed. Who's that? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, here's the ending of the book. Let's go to the last. This is the, what was meant to be the original ending of the book. Okay. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not record, recorded in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you will have life in his name. What does God want you to have? Life. Life. How do you get life? Through Jesus. <laughs> By believing, you'll get, you'll get life. Okay, we good? Okay. Uh, we'll come back now uh, ne next week and do the other ending. And also, we'll have, to, we'll have to answer the question, why is there two endings? Okay, we'll... Okay, Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the surety of it. And we thank you that you've made us to where we can understand and we can believe. And we pray this in Jesus' name, amen.